Welcome, everybody, to Anime on Draft, where we talk about, you guessed it, fitness and juice. Getting juiced. That's what we're talking about today. Fight milk. Uh, fight milk. Yes. <laughs> um, we're just talking about the, uh, you know, the, the whole encompassing period and project of getting fit and juiced. Oh wait, no, no, sorry. That's that's not related to fitness. That's just uh, oh, that's, that's an unspoken. That you don't talk about that. Oh, I. Shit. All right, let's try that again. Um, welcome to Anime on Draft, where uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about beer and anime. Uh, this week we have the Harlan Brewing Company Azaka Citra Hazy IPA. This is out of San Diego. Uh, yeah, Rolando picked this up. He was kind enough to share with me. And I am excited to get into this. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about roids. <laughs> no roids this week. That's next week. <laughs> this is the kind of juice uh, we're yeah, talking man. about. <laughs> this is this is this is my kind of juice. Uh, I finally was able to pull this out because I haven't used this cup in a while because I haven't had like an, a hazy IPA. Oh, nice! And it's great. That's this perfect. Is, this is like my. This is one of my favorite cups. It's great. It's like all the orange juice and man, this just smells Dude. like straight up OJ. <laughs> that's great i love it yeah it's like when you um, open up a bottle yeah. of or a, yeah a bottle of kern you're just like yeah that Whoa. smells like uh fruit juice right there Ex that explosion of, of the citrus right in your nose uh yeah i'm excited for this one man it smells great uh it's and so yeah uh, i'm looking forward to drinking this we also got a bunch of other stuff on deck uh we're gonna be playing our favorite game as promised well i don't know if it's a favorite it's one of my favorites. Um, but uh, we're going to be playing Guess the Film by the Bad Review. Uh, this is the Makoto Shinkai and Mamoru Hosada version, I guess, if you could say. So we both took a couple of reviews for, from each of these film directors, and then we're going to make the other person guess, guess which film it's from. So <laughs> according to the Bad Review. And some of these are like, you know, like low scoring reviews, but they're 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 just all around kind of funny, which is uh, which is why I really enjoy this this game. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think this is going to be a good one because uh, some of these films are very similar. Right. But again, never know what you're going to get with these with these bad reviews. <laughs> I mean, hey, we talked about Bell's bad reviews when we talked about the movie a few weeks ago. And um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm interested to see. I, I can. I bet you, I can tell you which ones are from Bell because. <laughs> oh yeah. I, uh, oh, okay. It sounds like a challenge then. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hardest part is going to be trying to decide what is from Bell or Summer Wars. That's oh, that's what I was like. Yeah. Okay. I was kind of trying to go for, it, but also not make it like too obvious, but or or make it too difficult. Where some people are like, "This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life." And then, like, that's all they say. Okay. <laughs> it's like, all right, that could be anything. Well, uh, Shinkai's uh, movies are all uh, revolving around the same themes and have a lot of visually similar themes. So good luck there. Yeah, see, that's tough. It's very <laughs> tough. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to be getting that into the second. Um, we also got some other news for you, for you guys, too. We're going to be talking about some modern time news. Uh, this is like huge breaking news. Um, possibly clo- they're, they're going to be closing down a couple of their locations. So we'll be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about a uh, Cynic Clinic video that came out that uh, Rolando shared with me. Um, just talking about losing honorifics in anime or subtitles, whether it's appropriate or who determines whether it's appropriate and when to, to use it or not. Um, pretty interesting video. Uh, curious to hear your thoughts on this as somebody who has been, you know, pretty, pretty deep diving into the language and has gotten more accustomed to like, you know, the intricacies of the language versus somebody like me who like can't speak either language. So, and also someone who has literally read shit fan translations for years. Yeah. 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 That too. Continuing to read them. It's (laughs) whether it's fan subbed or not, you know, a lot of times exactly shit, shit translations. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly true. So, yeah, well, we got a lot of discussion topics. Maybe not so much um, of our latest shows that we're watching, but I think we'll get back into that next week, uh, along with more Macross, right? Because uh, this is some, <laughs> some top, top-tier top <laughs> memes out of this week. Uh, man, that show is so good. Um, even when you, you're you like, oh, we're going to be talking about it next week. I was like, oh, dang. Well, I'm still going to keep watching it because <laughs> the show is so good. hey i mean there's Uh, only six episodes left so it's like if you want to just finish it next week we can finish it i mean i've already gotten up to 23 so that's up to you if you want to if you want to do that um i've already seen we'll share our thoughts (laughs) oh that's right yeah that's right maybe maybe on on, on your uh i guess your drive (laughs) to watch the rest of it or not i i was thinking after i finished 23 i was like oh man are we going to watch any more Macross or are we going to put a pause on it and then maybe come back to it later? I guess we'll have to decide that. Uh, if not, I, I might just start watching. Dude, just just go seasons. right into Macross F. <laughs> I guess so. Is that the one, the one before, afterwards? Or is the one before this one. Before, okay. okay. It's the reason why maybe. the VARS syndrome exists. Ooh. Oh, they okay. left behind some bacteria, right. according to Macross Delta. As we learned last week. Ew. Yeah. Yikes. That's super yucko. Yeah. The barge bacteria uh, I, that I got left behind. The barge. Yeah. That's what they're called. <laughs> the barge. Oh, God. You cut, cut that barge. Um, yeah. That's it's too. It's too real life sometimes. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll see how I'm feeling the next week. I I might I might just say fuck it and let's just let's just finish it because it's such a good show. Um, yeah. See. What else are you watching this season? Exactly. Not a whole lot. That's Not a thought. whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I looked at the list of shows that I had started this, at the beginning of the season, and I realized I I don't really feel like watching a whole lot of them because I had like already missed a week. And it's just like work has been so crazy that I'm like, I just I just don't feel like catching up on most of these shows. Just the way don't. it goes, right? Just don't catch up. <laughs> that's 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 what that's, that's what life. the season's all about, right? Just don't catch up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like that like, backlog uh, of games that you had, you're just like, Oh yeah, my Steam library. I'm definitely gonna play this yeah. game. 
yeah, that's exactly it. And it's like, oh, all right, well, I could try and catch up or I could just enjoy the shows that I'm watching right now that I'm really enjoying. And then I can do something else like play Lost Ark. You know, that's fine. You got you to gotta accept that. You got to make those sacrifices. That's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, all right. Uh, let, let's, let's, uh, let's move into to the show. Let's move into our first first segment here. Let's get into this game. I just lost the game. I just lost um, game. All right. Well, let's let's start off. So again, and for anybody who who hasn't listened to our previous one, um, we're going to be guessing the film by the bad review. And I took most of these reviews off of my anime list. Just try to keep it kind of simple. Try to keep it within like you know either like low scores below a five, which you'll see. Be surprised. Sometimes people will rate something like a six or something, but they're like. Oh, this movie was terrible. Like everything about it sucked, but I'll give it a six out of ten. I have. I don't I have know how people judge. I have a few. <laughs> here, yeah, that that are <laughs> scathing reviews good. of 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 some of these films. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. See, I I don't understand how you know how they're rating this on a, on that kind of number scale. But hey, at least it's enjoyable. Um, and they, they you know most people put like time and effort into some of these reviews. So, you know that that said, um. We're going to be guessing which film it is based on those reviews. Uh, and so Rolando was tasked with choosing films from Makoto Shinkai. Uh, so I'll be guessing which films those are out of what? Weathering with You, Your Name, what else do you have? Garden of Words. And um, Five Centimeters Per Second. Five Centimeters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's going to be a hard one, man. I haven't seen that. And I think I saw that like when it came out. <laughs> or maybe, no, it's probably been like 10 years since I've seen that. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's, it's going to be the same for, for the stuff you picked because it's like I recently yeah. watched Summer Wars and Bell. So I watched Summer Wars again and then I watched Bell. Everything else I haven't Oof. seen since it like it yeah. came out. So, <laughs> so I didn't yeah, watch I chose Mirai or uh, whatever. This is a recent one. OK, yeah, and I didn't I didn't pick any reviews from Mirai because I, I I don't think I, I didn't see it and you haven't seen it. So that would be unfair. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm choosing uh, Hosoda films. So. Uh, of those, uh, Girl Who Loved Through Time, Summer Wars, Boy and the Beast, and Bell. Most of his most recent ones. Um, all right. Well, then, you know, ground rules are set. In, like, no particular order, either. Uh, you want to go You want to go first? Like, I meant, like, no, like, chronological order. That's what I meant. But Go first, as in, do you want me to yeah. read, read one first or guess first? Uh, you can read one first. Read one first. All right. Um, so you played this last time. Yeah. So it was like, I, sorry I, to cut you off. But like I said, the last time uh, we had played this previously with uh, the Isekai version of whether or not it was an SAO review or if it was a review for a recent Isekai. Uh, and it was very funny. So yeah. go check out that episode. Check that one out. <laughs> All right. All right. Go, go, go for it. Oh, man. All right. Oh, okay. Let's start with this one. All right. Watching blank is like beating the most drop dead gorgeous stranger ever than having bad wooden sex that lasts like two minutes. <laughs> there is no denying that the art of this movie is incredible. Shading animation. It is visually flawless. However, the context is deeply irritating. Blank is filled with one dimensional, one dimensional underdeveloped characters and a storyline which, although had potential, left me feeling genuinely angry. If blank 
was developed into a feature-length movie, it might actually have been really enjoyable. But instead, we are given two characters which there is no time to form emotional attachment to. For example, the illness that the chick has, legit can't even remember the characters' names, lol, was so (laughs) convenient and honestly pointless. One second she can't taste, then she can't breathe, but can taste, and at one point she can barely walk? Keep in mind (laughs) these symptoms aren't shown, just blatantly pushed onto the audience. The only thing that indicated that she was sick was the fact that she ate chocolate and beer because god forbid she's just an unlady she's just a bit unladylike for no reason the male mc is actually a pretty interesting character uh the shoe concept is actually pretty unique but his emotional pathway literally makes no sense that sentence doesn't make sense either um he confesses (laughs) to (laughs) he confesses to her then five seconds later, he's spouting off about how much he hates her. It just makes no sense. Honestly, the impression I got was the animators spent uh, so much time making it pretty that they couldn't be bothered to finish the last half of the movie. So they just drag and drop the last scene and said, eh, good enough. Another thing I want to mention is the sheer amount of filler scenes. Rather than spending time developing characters, there's probably around eight minutes over the course of the movie that only serves purpose of flexing the artwork. Saddest part, it actually worked. TLDR, once you look past the arc, blank gave me some of the most painful blue balls in anime history. <laughs> Sorry, it says pinful. Pinful blue balls in anime history. Very overhyped. Pinful. Pinful. Yeah. Uh, is, is it five centimeters? I think that was the only like series one, isn't it? Is that your final answer? Yes. And... <laughs> that was uh from garden of words garden of words uh, that was my that was my gut instinct but i was i don't remember garden of words being a series that was the thing that like really stuck out to me no they just said if it was developed into a feature length movie but i think garden of words was uh shorter than 90 minutes I oh think that was, was it thing. oh yeah. damn it i took that as like it was a series of of things and i and i remember five centimeters was like like broken up wasn't it yeah and then Voices of a Distant Star was like 25 minutes-ish or whatever total. I, uh, first, I, but I didn't it. put any of those in here. Um, uh, the clue in this one was yeah, the shoe concept. The, the, sh- the, the shoe, shoe, yeah, concept. that's what it And I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was, I was like, oh, I thought that was Gardner. <laughs> uh, yeah, damn it. Oh, that was good. Um, yeah, the whole time I was like, I think this is Garden of Words. Like, I'm pretty sure that's it. And then, and then like, I heard that series thing or like it broken up. And I was like, uh, yeah. maybe not. Um, that was a right, four out of a 10 one. rating. Four out of 10. <laughs> so we're four out of 10. Four out of 10. Um, all right. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, so, so again, Rolando, uh, Rolando chose out of movies of Garden of Words, five centimeters per second, um, your name and weathering with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my turn. Uh, and of course, again, your choices are Summer Wars, Girl Who Let Through Time, Bell, Boy and the Beast. All right, let's go. Uh, quite praised by critics and audiences, but for me, it's a fairly bland work, very overrated. Technically, it is quite good. The character design is the responsibility of Yoshiki Satomoto, the same one of Neon Genesis Evangelion. And although it is not a style that I like too much, it seems to me that the characters have a good design. The best is undoubtedly the artistic direction in the digital world, which is very reminiscent of the works of the artist Takashi Murakami. 
The problem that this movie has is quite common in the anime world. There's too much nonsense. Everything is very silly and sweetened, but above all, it is nerdy to the core. Panties, monsters, catastrophes, songs, stupid characters, etc. <laughs> that is a four out of ten. Is that Summer Wars? <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. And as soon as you said <laughs> yeah. Murakami, I, it's uh, like, yeah. Because that's like... I, sh- I should have taken out together, the names, yeah. yeah. I feel like that yeah. was a little too obvious with the Murakami thing. Yeah, I figured. I just thought it was a funny, the, the, <laughs> it's nerdy to the core. The it's nerdy to the core. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like, you, you said all those eclectic things, and it's like the songs too. It's like, yeah, like there there is a lot of eclectic things in Summer Wars. I can get oh, why people would have issues with it. But I feel like... Mm-hmm. At least with Summer Wars, it's like it's like a teen movie, you know. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, like it what it's that's like the theme. It, it's it's like it's literally about te- like these teenagers, and like it, it's a very like teen movie like film. Yeah, yeah. Most of the most of the reviews were like, uh, like most of the bad ones, at least I should say, were like uh, something along the lines of this this kids movie was had just has like nothing to go go for it. it like the plot is just so simple and cliche and it's like yeah like it's not it's not groundbreaking or anything it's a great movie but it- it's, it's yeah it's literally just a movie about like going to this family reunion <laughs> like and then ha- all of a sudden like a, a plot to like save the family like goes into it like i don't know what yeah, what, 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 what do you want there's other themes in there that kind of get discussed I feel like I guess I'll say is, is that some people just uh, tend to <laughs> overlook some of the other aspects for the more literal just like I can understand like the aspect of looking at something as like a very literal story like start yeah middle yeah, yeah. end like and there are flaws with these with the, a lot of these films but oh, sure, there's sure. more to it it's like if you watch Summer Wars nowadays I say this because I watched it a couple weeks ago um it still holds up there's definitely things there's a lot of things that still hold up minus like them using flip phones but like it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's still like pretty relevant like to like today you know right 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 using flip phones to access a virtual world yeah great i love it i love it (laughs) (laughs) all right your turn go ahead okay which one do we go with let's go with your name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Ever since I was a child, I wanted to be an author. I'd write for days on end, using every ounce of my imagination, and then stored my works away in some secret drawer when I finished. Frightened to death of sneers and condescending laughter, I rarely shared my writings with anyone, only submitting them to a contest or two over the years. A couple of months ago, I heard that there was going to be a prestigious writers' conference known as Books Alive in my town, where literary a- literary literary agents would search high and low for the next great author. Despite having a small amount of time to prepare, I pushed aside my fears and toiled furiously on a brief sample for a murder mystery that I was planning to write. Um, and then they say they included at the end of the review. On the day of the conference, I approached one of the most famous agents there, and with a stutter and sh- with a stutter and shaking hands, I presented my sample to the agent. She thoughtfully looked over what I had, and with as much grace as she could, turned me down. 
Before advising me to come back next year, she complimented my writing skills but said that I was too focused on establishing the setting rather than developing the characters in it. Wow, that sounds like SAO. Um, <laughs> that, my friends, is blank in a nutshell. My thought, I thought that after the disaster known as Erased, okay, <laughs> are we throwing shade against another fucking anime? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, what? <laughs> the good people of my anime list would be more selective in what they label great, more reluctant to flock to whatever, more reluctant to flock to whatever is the biggest and brightest. I, of course, was wrong. Blank, in no time at all, skyrocketed to the first spot on Mal's top list, and this is and the fact this fact is depressing. Apparently, anything that happens to look fantastic and has a combination of time travel and feels is automatically adored by the masses. Looking from afar, I thought there has to be more to this film than what's on the surface. There has to be a reason why Shinkai, the director, is hailed as the next Miyazaki. That's why I decided to watch Blank. Six out of ten. It's got to be your your name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the time travel. What is what is that well, entire I mean, first five, half? Five like, centimeters per second is also like technically tra- time travel. But that, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, I was like, yeah, that's got to be your name at the top of the list. Uh, that entire first half of that review is just like a personal story. Like, what? That was them. That was their way of saying like, this is why my writing got shut down, and that is why I think your name sucks. Thank you for so coming to my TED talk. Thank you for coming to my TED. Yeah, uh, this is my therapy. I need to get us get this off my chest. Um, but also, this movie was bad. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Because why not? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. And then like, the whole time I was like, "Where is this going? Like, what is happening right now?" <laughs> I knew. Uh, like, as soon as I started the every since I was a child, like first two sentences, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, it's like, wait, this is the review. <laughs> Um, uh, all right. All right. Um, all right, here we go. Here's, here's another one. Yeah, that was, that was funny. Uh, beginning horrible. I had to skip in order to get to the point. You know, it's going to be bad if you have to skip in order to get to where the plot of the movie goes. Romance, no romance. Character development, none. Redacted paragraph. If you're watching this for romance, character development, or cool story, don't watch this garbage perfectly good example of how, how bad characters can ruin a perfectly good anime that's, that's all it says wow it's a one out of ten that was pretty yeah. vague that was a pretty vague review yeah not a whole lot to go on <laughs> <laughs> no romance um bad characters that's it that's all they said um yeah no romance and bad characters Mm-hmm. Is it no romance in the in the sense that there was like literally no romance, or was it no romance as in like there should have been there was romance. supposed to be romance? There was supposed there was, there supposed was romance, romance, but they didn't like the romance. Let's I'll put it that way. Okay, then I guess unlikable characters <laughs> that that's like such a vague statement it was like what yeah what movie of his had unlikable characters 
Well, they said they skipped. Yeah, sorry, this is, a, this is a tough one. Yeah. They did skip. So it's like, did they skip because they watched a, a torrent of, of one of the movies or that recently came <laughs> out? Or did they watch an older movie? That's a good question. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say... Was this also Summer Wars? It is not. It is not. Yeah. But it is an older movie. Mm. The Girl Who Leapt Through Time? Yes, it is. Yeah. Figured I'd go with the, the time theme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a very vague one. Yeah. I just thought it was really funny. I, I was like, damn. <laughs> they just like fucking t- tore it to shreds in like two sentences. All right. Well, <laughs> since, you know, you had a vague one. Let me give you this one. Yeah. I feel like this one's easier. Give it to me. It's it's like it literally me. three sentences. Story is a convoluted mess, bland and forgettable characters. Art was the best thing about the show. Music was also not memorable. To sum it up even more, I can't recommend this anime movie to anyone. They want me to write more, so um, the story starts off okay with the switches and thing. <laughs> then the story just devolves into mash of different time in the movie. No real explanation as as to if anything we see is actually happening. I can't say anything else about the story because that would be a spoiler. Yep, that's it. Four out of ten. Sorry, the grammar was really bad in that. but Yeah, yeah. We didn't preface that in this episode, but de- definitely grammar is... Uh... Not a strong point of the my anime list reviews. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's a nice way to put it. Um... <laughs> I want to say your name again, because of this, because of the switching. Yep, that's I'm your name. Gonna go with your name. Okay, yeah. Four right. out of ten. <laughs> the person <laughs> actually had to write another sentence because they couldn't submit the review after the the three sentences. They're just like, oh, <laughs> I guess I have to say more. This movie sucks. <laughs> This movie sucks. Uh, yeah, I like yeah, I like how that's thrown in there. It's just like oh, I will. Uh, they won't let me post this because it's under the character <laughs> under minimum, the character limit. So. Yeah, minimum. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, <laughs> that's great. What was the score on that? Four, four out of ten. Nice. Um. All right. Like I'll I'll get another one for you. Uh, overall, the plot to this movie was absolutely insulting, and I feel it didn't use its time well at all, which is impressive when it's goddamn two hours long. And the world it tries to set up is an absolute joke, like the sweet, soothing melodies of Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Blank is too edgy, in your face, and desperate to evoke a reaction out of you. Three out of ten. That bell? No. No? No, it's not. Boy and the Boy Beast. And the beast? Okay. Yeah, I think that, I thought the edgy thing would give yeah. it away. Is it? I feel like you could consider Bell edgy too, <laughs> with the slightly edgy. The, the I guess the parental abuse <laughs> and the edgy yeah, and the edgy true. the edgy kid character. <laughs> uh, Boy and the Beast. What was the rating on that? Three. Uh, three out of ten. Three out of ten. Yeah. From Dojin Shinji, who did like an entire uh, like twenty minute film review on this, Jesus. On YouTube, which I like, I watched watch a little it? bit of this. Okay, not, not the whole thing. No. Oh, you watched all twenty minutes, and you must really no. Know, I certainly like, did Dojin not. Dojin Shinji's opinions on. I just certainly did not. 
<laughs> I respect him. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's also a three out of ten. This is a story of boy meets girl and then nothing else happens. Now, before I begin my thoughts, I would like to say that I'm a sucker for anime romance. I went in this movie with high expectations and came out watching one drab, albeit beautifully illustrated anime film. Blank had a promising beginning. There was a very touching scene during their encounter as characters. Unfortunately, there's no more enjoyment to extract after this. The rest of the movie consists of observing the inability of the male to get the inability, observing the inability of the male lead to get over his love. At this point, it becomes completely mundane, watching the MC twiddle his thumbs and wasting his life um, for his sweetheart. Realistic? Perhaps, but maybe a part of the realism that I want to get away from when I watch a film to begin with. Okay, sorry, that doesn't make sense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sure, blank is pretty, yet it is dull and unflattering in the story department, at least past the beginning. I want. I don't know. I want to say weathering with you, but I. I know. I don't know. Um, it is boy meets girl, and a and an interesting male character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't remember. I don't remember Garden of Words that well. That I. That I like. Because uh, isn't that also like a romance, like boy meets girl? And I don't remember it's much about the male character. Literally, all of Shinkai's <laughs> movies have boy meets girl element to it. And I don't remember much about the main character, so like I, I he could be forgettable, and I don't know. Um, shit, I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna go. Gut instinct was weathering with you. You would be. This <laughs> one. Uh, this was five centimeters per second. Oh Christ! Yeah, it was way off. <laughs> yeah, as you can see, how very similar the themes in Shinkai's movies are. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, way up. No, you're just like uh, talking about like, oh, it's boy meets girl. Main yeah. male character is kind of boring. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, hey, yeah. Weathering with you. Yeah, yeah I, I can like, see it. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, well, I was like, I like the main character in Weathering with you. I thought he was a good character, but like, you never know with these reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just takes offense to like any little thing. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe that's maybe that was one of the, one of these cases. Um, but I just can't remember the character in Garden of Words, so maybe that's it too. Uh, yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I think we'll do like two more, two more each, right? That's what that's what I got. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, all right. I almost just said the name. <laughs> this is a short one. This is a short one. Uh, absolutely appalling. Rushed with a horrible story throughout. You should most certainly not write a movie about a futuristic world if you're incredibly out of touch with reality and technology. <laughs> This is a this is a two out of ten. This so has to be about like, Bell. That it is. Yeah, this has to be about <laughs> Bell. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the story in so Bell is rushed at the end. I, I will yeah. give it that. That that is one of the the pitfalls of the movie. But I don't think it's out of touch with with technology. 
it's one of the most really on funny. one of the most on point like movies about like technology <laughs> and how we consume it and like social media so like I, I don't know it, maybe if you're always on fucking facebook and like one of the the mom baby mom characters then yeah like you think it's out of touch because <laughs> it feels like a personal attack maybe yeah maybe maybe they maybe they felt attacked they didn't felt like attacked. it like that was, i felt that personally and i take offense to it yeah. Yeah, i did not like that at all um yeah that was a two that was a two out of ten uh that was probably the funniest one i saw on there <laughs> all right so next up so this one's a four out of ten Despite the overwhelming reviews saying that this is a masterpiece, nobody I personally know actually enjoyed this film. We were all disappointed. That's what this major that's what this movie is that's what this movie is major disappointment. Sorry, I I was trying to correct myself there multiple times, but that's actually what it says. Redacted paragraph. Um characters, here's where everything about this movie fall apart. The main character is just unlikable and static. It was nice to see him change at the climax, but he almost immediately reverted. His reasons and uh, for motivation are left empty, so it's very hard to sympathize with him. As for the female lead, I can't think of anything interesting to describe her. She's just like that. The best characters are from the supporting cast, but even then they can be quite inconsistent at times, so I don't know if I really like them. While I'm at this, the romance is bad. I can see what the writers were going for, but it just doesn't work. I do not see why male lead loves female lead so much in particular. There's nothing special in their dynamic, and I think the female lead's younger brother probably cares about her more than the male lead. Story. The premises the premises is all right. So, th- sorry, that's that's not the premises. <laughs> sorry, premises <laughs> plural of premises is not the same as premise, but okay. Is all right, but the pacing and how exposition is given is, well, bad. Scenes are badly stitched together, and you're left thinking, wait, is this the same movie? There's entire plot about, whoa, gun, but that doesn't go anywhere. Overall, there isn't anything about this special about this movie. It's hard to sympathize with the characters. Um, It's ambitious with no payoff. Scenes are disjointed. Four out of ten. Yeah, that's got to be weathering with you, right? little brother there's the little brother and whoa gun <laughs> the whoa gun yeah i was like what what whoa gun oh right <laughs> whoa gun <laughs> that's all anybody could ever think about in that in that scene <laughs> whoa gun <laughs> how does how'd this kid get a gun oh, oh no but he's pointing gone. it now at these pimps <laughs> oh shit <laughs> somebody somebody's gonna get hurt <laughs> That was that was good. <laughs> what gun? Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, last one. Last one for me. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, all right. I, I really do not have much to say about this movie other than it was just pretty bad. I know that is not great constructive criticism, but I just really can't say anything about this heap of garbage sat there like a decomposing corpse for roughly two hours with a blank expression on my face, not interested at all in what was going to play out next. Didn't care about any of the characters, nor did I worry about, or nor did I worry if anything bad was going to happen to them as I fully knew there would be no gruesome plot twists, digital murders, or anything of the sort in a kid's movie. Four out of ten. Summer Wars. You got it. 
<laughs> digital plot in a kid's movie. Definitely similar. Digital murders. Oh, digital murders. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what does that mean? Yeah, like, I don't know what you're looking for. Is this the same guy looking for the mur- <laughs> writing writing the murder mystery? Just like, why is there no yes. murder in here? There's no mystery. <laughs> why is there no mystery? Uh, yeah, uh, that was a four out of ten from Hobokoma. <laughs> I have to say, as a as a small uh, like a little special one, here's one that I didn't pick, but this one's from five centimeters per second. Okay. Okay. All right. Where should I start? Apart from the obvious lack of SI units present in the title. Who the hell uses centimeters per second anyway, right? Nothing really stands out aside from the neat art of the cover. Okay. What is wrong with that sentence right there? What? (laughs) Yeah, apart from the obvious lack of SI units present in the title. SI units? Yeah, scientific institute, the scientific institute units. So the metric system. Why would you do that in... What? Yeah, why would the you lack, do that? The lack, of, <laughs> the lack of metric system in the title. It's centimeters per second. That is the metric system. Centimeters, but <laughs> so I was like confused when I read this it's one. Centimeters, but yeah, I was like, where's the lack of centimeters? Where's the lack of the SI units in here? That's literally yeah, SI yeah. units. I don't know, man. What's he looking for? <laughs> trying to get trying to get feats. I feats, I have man. no idea. I was, who the hell uses centimeters per second anyway? Uh, <laughs> we use inches here in America. <laughs> Quarter inches. Yeah, here. It, the the scientific institute of uh, of America that uses inches per second apparently. Yes, we use the yeah. ever changing in, inches unit of measurement. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. I was no, I was very great, confused right. when I read that sentence. I was like, like wait. buddy, it's in metric. That is the sign. That is SI units. But <laughs> 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 oh, there's no lack of it. It's in there. <laughs> it's they literally need in the more, title. dude. They need they need centimeters to the second decimal point. <laughs> you need more information. Ah, uh, man, these are good. This, this is always a good time. Uh, reading reading reviews is always really funny. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed that. I'm glad that I'm glad we could take part in this because uh, I really, I really enjoy this. <laughs> My personal favorite one was the it's like meeting the drop des- dead gorgeous woman and then having completely unsatisfying wooden sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good line. <laughs> that, is, that is a very good line. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, that, like yeah, some of these reviews are like really long and just so in depth, which is like very impressive. You know that people are spending this much time writing reviews for anime films, and some will do it like episode to episode, which is crazy. Um, I mean, sometimes even before the full here. series even has come out, we just give it a three out of ten. Just give it a straight up three out of ten. Three out of ten. Uh, two like, out of ten. I dropped it after the, the first the episode. Season. Didn't watch the rest of it. It's like, oh, okay, all right, <laughs> not worth. Not worth it. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. It's like, why'd you even give um, it a three then? Jeez. Yeah, why'd you just even <laughs> score it? Uh, I don't know, man. Well, anyways, hopefully you all enjoyed that. Uh, we'll probably think about what we could do next time. Um, but figured doing some film, excuse me, doing films was, was uh, you know, relative because we just did our full length review of Bell two weeks ago so yeah it's probably what people feel like about what we said really yeah these guys 
my god <laughs> these guys are praising praising this movie so much it's so bad god. <laughs> terrible film <laughs> terrible opinions all these guys do is uh, drink beer just... and then get drunk over their fucking opinions yeah <laughs> how how out of touch with reality and how technology out of touch reality <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was that was it then folks uh let's move on let's move into our our next segment let's get into these beers uh, i'm enjoying this this is again the azaka citra hazy ipa um from harlan brewing co is yours like kind of got like a weird uh discoloration oh, on a can sorry I can't. I can't tell if that is intended or if that was just like because something like spilled on it or something. Discoloration wear on the. It's yeah. It's like right here. It like it almost looked like it was like a like a marbling marbly type of filament, but I don't think I don't think I don't, it's intentional. I don't think. I just so. thought it was cool. Okay. Well, yeah. This is what I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Right. Wow. So. You, you just gave me this like disgusting one. Thanks. Yeah, it was like yeah. Let's give Mark the oh. rose can. Oh, this one fell on the ground and I rubbed it in dirt before I gave it to him. <laughs> 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 it's got the Vajra microbes, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh Well, I mean, any, anyway. Sorry that that aside. Um, I do like I do like their style of of like can art. It's very simple. It's very like all of their cans look like very similar and like same sort of like font layout. Um, they just all have like different colors, obviously the names, but uh, yeah, I like, I like this kind of their style. They have like some cool really logo cool merch with, like, kind of thing. Yeah. 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 They have been on their website. They have some pretty cool merch uh, using this sort of style. Oh, I think um, I see but yeah. what you're talking about with the discoloration because there's discoloration on the bottom of my can. Ah, see. Yeah, no, no. weird. Uh, but anyways, um, first thoughts, initial impressions on this thing. Um, initial impressions. It smells like juice, fruit juice. Um, juice. It's very. Um, it's very bitter at the at the front, and then it just kind of like ends. Yeah. I kind of I kind of feel like. The the part that I don't like about this beer is that it's it's bitter and then just kind of lingers like a like a very resiny like West Coast IPA, but it doesn't have the same like refresh like a West Coast IPA is like bitter and like lingers a bit, but it's refreshing at the top. But because this is a hazy, it's just kind of muted. So it just feels like a bunch of like resiny hops, in my opinion. That's what I don't like about it. But other than that, it's like it's fairly easy to drink as long as you're okay with the like very hoppy West Coast IPA style beers. I don't think it's a hazy, which is like it looks like a hazy, smells like a hazy, but I don't think it tastes like one, which is kind of yeah. I think is like its weak point. It is interesting. Like it is very bitter, like hop hop heavy bitter. It's, I don't know. I don't know if I would say that it, it isn't like a hazy because it, it is like very citrusy, but I think it, I think you might be onto something about it. Like it, the bitterness of it and like that hoppiness sort of detracts from like a juicy where, where you sort of get that like sweetness and the citrus out of like, like 
you would like orange juice. Whereas with this, you're getting some of that like piney flavor and that bitterness, slightly earthy too, and then not so much juice. You're just kind of, I don't know, I feel like the only like citrusy notes that I'm getting out of it are like off of like the, the end, like that some of like that lingering and then out of the nose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the smell is great. Like it smells oh, yeah. delicious. It smells like juice, just like literally juice. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think that you picked the right glass for this. Yeah. Is this a New England IPA? Well, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it looks like it, though. Like, I mean, when I was pouring it out, it looks very light and just sitting in the glass. It's like super cloudy. It's like kind of murky. But it doesn't taste that way. No. Which is like, yeah, it, it's like a little bit disappointing but i don't know i mean some people probably enjoy this a lot drew probably would really enjoy this but uh i think i think he likes the sort of like dank sort of yeah. flavors or like the heavier side of like a hazy and this is definitely than, dank hmm yeah it, it's i don't know it, it's kind of interesting not what i was expecting out of just seeing it and like smelling it <laughs> very different so if you are not familiar with this style of maybe hops that like the hop profile we're talking about like if if you have drank a a west coast west coast ipa before like the resiny like very bitter linger on your tongue like dankness we're talking about is like just like the bitter feeling that just lingers and just stays there kind of like if you've if you've taken a huge like riff rip off of a uh, off of a bong and the and like that you know that taste just sticks the smoke flavor kind of just like sticks there that's kind of like what 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 what, it, what it's like reminiscent of that's the, that's the dank that's the dankness yeah do you think this would have been better as like a double double ipa like double hazy I think this would have been better if if they used mosaic, like a mosaic. Yeah, yeah. Actually, because like 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 citra itself is already like kind of bitter. Yeah. I'm not like super familiar with the azaka, but I mean, it, it's it has that that profile of being like you know on the bitter side. And I think if it were to be like a double IPA, I feel like it would sort of it would have been a little bit heavier it might have like given this a little bit more substance whereas like I, all i'm really getting out of this right now is like that sort of like bitterness and sort of like hoppy character and then and then i'm sort of like searching for that like citrusiness whereas yeah. if it was like heavier i think it would have been fine yeah that way. i agree a little bit more alcohol percentage too probably would have helped I mean, seven percent, but still pretty, pretty high. But I, I think mm -hmm. it's just like it's a, it's a West Coast IPA in disguise. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. It's a West Coast brewer, so it yes. does make sense. That's true. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's still enjoyable. I mean, I'm like, I'm drinking this pretty quickly because it's like it is refreshing, and I mean, I, I, I like the, the like sort of hoppy characteristics. I was just like really. I'd like just looking at it and like 
seeing it, I was like really expecting something super oh, juicy. Yeah. It's your eyes are deceiving <laughs> you. That's that's like how I feel yeah. exactly. Or it's like I'm this like, looks like a like a hazy IPA. I drink it. And I'm like that tastes like a West Coast IPA, but like muted. Yeah. See, see, here's the thing. Like, um, in, in like a couple of weeks ago, probably fucking months ago now, when we were talking about hazy IPAs again, and I was telling you guys about um, my stepdad who has like been searching for you know his favorite hazy IPA. I don't think that he would enjoy this. Um, because of that reason, like he doesn't like the super bitter mm-hmm. hazies. Like he likes something a little bit light and more like along the the like juice filled, like possibly tropical or just like a little bit more of that like uh, the New England sweeter style. side. Yeah, like the New England style. Like he enjoys those. I don't think that he would like something like this because like he is used to drinking like Sierra Nevadas, which is like it's kind of bitter, but I mean like it's very very easy to drink. And that that's like the extent of like, you know, his yeah. like IPA drinking. Um, but yeah, when it comes to something like this, I think that this isn't this isn't a like super approachable or like it wouldn't be everybody's favorite. Yeah. Um, but some people might like it, you know, if you like very dank beers, then this is probably for you. I mm. think. For me, I like dank beers if it's more actually just an actual West Coast IPA where you get more of like the like the sharpness of the hops mm. that kind of off balance, like the, the lingering taste. Cause like I'm fine with the lingering aftertaste as long as I get that sharpness at the top, because the sharpness like helps you discern the flavors. I feel like everything's just kind of muddled and confusing to me in this one. And because it's also like labeled as a hazy, I'm also confused there. And I know we've talked about this before with like other like hazy IPAs that like we're kind of like oh can they push the envelope a little bit more and like make it a little bit more like a west coast style IPA and like there I feel like most of the time like we've been like make it more or make it less and I feel like this is another one of those where it's like Mm -hmm. make it more or make it less yeah yeah don't play it safe like yeah (laughs) you gotta just go you gotta go full tilt yeah and so for me, it's like, I feel like in this case, it's more of a make it less because if I wanted a beer like this, then I would just actually drink a West Coast IPA. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I think if I were to be you know, drinking something like this, I would I mean, I would prefer something that was like a little bit heavier. Like I said, I, I think that this would have been a really good double IPA if it was leaning even into the more like sort of bitter and not like as sort of light as it is, even though it's like super bitter, I think that would have been fine, but I can see where you're coming from now. Like, I think, I think that's why, like I enjoy like the dank beers too, but when it comes to hazies, I just, I want something that has like, it's like a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't know. I like, this is interesting. And so we were talking about this before, but you said that the Citra hopped beers from Harland are cryo hopped. Um, some of the Citra hopped ones are cryo hopped. And then some of the mosaic hopped beers are also cryo. Interesting. Do you know, happen to know if this one was cryo hopped? Cause I think that might, it was not, it was not. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, maybe that, maybe that could change like yeah. the, the flavoring profile of it. I don't know. Um, but like ha- having like cryo hops in it, I think it's supposed to like bring out the like 
hoppy nature, like that sort of bitter, bitter nature, it would have been too much. Uh, I don't know, but like, see, that's where I'm kind of like, I either want more or I want less. (laughs) (laughs) So like in this case, it's like, I would be interested to see what more is because to me, it just tastes like a muted West Coast IPA that has none of the brightness of the, of the, like the first taste on the tongue and all of the kind of unwanted bitter dankness that lingers on the tongue. So I feel like they're accentuating the part that I don't like. <laughs> you you yeah, know, interesting. whereas yeah, like, yeah. I like the very like sharp, bitter, like punch you get from a West coast IPA at the top because like you get a lot of complexity of flavor and it's like very bright. Whereas like now mm-hmm. it's just like, mm-hmm. I just drank something and now it's just lingering on my tongue and it's just like, I didn't really get what it tasted like other than now there's just bitter dankness like left. So I feel like yeah, I, it's just got to be like more or less. That's, that's, that's the moral of the story. More or less. Give or take. <laughs> yeah, give or take. Either give or take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could definitely see like where, where it's sort of just sort of like, like sitting on your tongue and, and you're not quite sure whether or not you're enjoying that because it's it's not the most pleasant of like feelings when you're kind of expecting something else to, to come, come, come through. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is an, this is an odd one. Um, and I, yeah, I would, I would have to say like, this probably isn't my like favorite take on like a hazy, but it's definitely like, it's definitely a West coast. hazy. Yeah. <laughs> if uh if you had to classify it into the into the categories it's definitely a west coast brewery that made this Mm -hmm. yeah definitely well uh you want to give your final thoughts and rating um the characters sucked uh (laughs) animation was amazing but couldn't get over the lack of story and romance (laughs) Um, yeah, no, Not um, <laughs> five out of t- five out of 10. <laughs> this beer I think is okay. Uh, it's not the first beer I would get. Um, what I've heard from a friend that was, I was talking to about this beer a couple weeks ago, or not this beer in particular, but this brewery in particular was that, mm-hmm. um, they like the, like the tart sour ales from the brewery more and that oh. the IPAs are kind of like, okay. Um, they're also more of a fan of like sour ales in general versus IPAs. So, okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's not Harlan's strong suit. Uh, I haven't had much of their beers, but I would say this is like a three two five to me. Oh, interesting. Out of five. Yeah. I, not out of 10. I, <laughs> three two five out of 10. <laughs> uh, I haven't had. I think I've only had one beer from them and I, I can't find it on their site. I was trying to find find which one it was because I, I thought it was an IPA, but it, I don't remember it being this red, like their their core hazy IPA. I think it was something else. I thought it was like a blue can, but I, I don't think it's on here. But so, I mean, they have like a Sunken Isles, which is a, uh, another IPA. Maybe it was that one. Um, Japanese lager. I had the Japanese have, like, lager. They have a fruited sour. So, I mean, yeah, I, I would be interested in like trying some of their other stuff because I've heard like that it's a Japanese pretty good brewery. Lager. 
Did not, huh? Did not. Interesting. You can easily uh, get Hitachino uh, rice ale. Uh, that's that's the one you good. should get. Yeah, and, definitely. I'm sorry, Harlan, but uh, I had their pale <laughs> ale. That's what I had. I've had their pale ale. Um, yeah, and it was like it was okay. I didn't like have anything great to say about it. Pale ale is like pretty standard. Um, but yeah, who knows? Uh, I don't know. I, I I'm probably. I was probably going to give it like a, a three, five. I, mean, I was leaning like three, seven, five, but I was just like, I don't know. I just feel like this is lacking in a few areas, like from critical areas where I think that other beers probably do this take a little bit better or they do sort of like give you more or like if you really like the dank flavor, otherwise it's better to just go with like, a, you know, something a little more juicy uh yeah i don't know i'll give it like a three five i think it's this is like a pretty run-of-the-mill hazy yeah i don't know when i want a hazy i kind of want something that's more along the lines of like something from trillium or or treehouse versus something yeah like this where it's like i know what you're trying to do you're trying to trick people it's not you're trying to get them to drink it trying to get them to drink a west coast but make it look like a hazy Yeah, man, I feel cheated. Like looking at this glass, like this looks amazing. Yeah. This looks incredible. It looks, it looks like it so looks hazy, great. juicy. You're just like, oh yeah, let me try oh. that. Oh, that's that's just a that's just a West Coast IPA that hasn't been hopped for too long. <laughs> you, you know, like <laughs> that's the feeling I get. It is. It is very. It's just a little deceiving. I feel cheated. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, because you you know what I was thinking. Uh, I, I was I was uh, have a dig my earth in my fridge, and I'm like I might go crack one of those open, um, but it kind of looks similar to that, and that's why I was thinking I was like, man, this would be really good as like a double IPA because it looks exactly like a you know super juicy double IPA. And now you're like, I'm gonna drink that now. No, I'm gonna go drink that. <laughs> Let me drink that later. Um, but uh, yeah, it's making me burp like no other. I too. know. Good lord. It's so bubbly <laughs> yeah um all right let's let's move on to our next next segment uh let's get into our news uh the our anime the anime subreddit awards will be taking place on february 19th that is tomorrow saturday on twitch.tv slash anime awards next week we'll be having a short little discussion on the winners uh from that poll and uh, we'll do something similar to what we did for the Crunchyroll awards uh yeah Moving on, according to the official Twitter account for Attack on Titan, episode 84 will be delayed by 10 minutes and episode 87 will be delayed for one full week due to, quote, special programming. Uh, April, April Episode 87 is set to release on April 3rd instead of March 27th. Uh, according to Crunchyroll, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 has been announced, but it is slated to premiere in 2023. Wow. Uh, Way too long. It's too bad. I was really, really excited when you said that season two is coming out. I was like, "Oh yeah, this way year. too long." Fall is what I was thinking you were gonna say. No, next year. Snappers got their hands full. That's that's true. They they got a. They're just gonna do a full run of Chainsaw Man, and then we're all just gonna be extremely happy. And Hopefully. it's gonna be the best. I really hope yeah. we are. 
Yeah, that's that's it's gonna happen. Put it put it out there. Putting that energy out there, just like <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. That's it. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> We're gonna get all of it. It's gonna be it's gonna be the best. Number one. <laughs> Uh, number one uh all right uh ufotable ufotable has confirmed that demon slayer swordsmith village arc will be animated for the third season of the anime adaptation no hard release date is set but expect sometime in 2023 uh, yeah. that's cool the two top shonen two top shonen and they're not even this yeah. year that's 2022 bad, is not man. starting off very well it's not 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 starting off great. I mean, we got like some other pretty pretty decent uh, adaptations coming up. The uh, um, God, what's the what's that island that the Death Island one that's that you linked a preview for? Oh, uh, uh, G- Jigoku Raku. Jigoku Raku. Yeah. yeah, that's coming out next season. That's gonna be pretty cool. So you know, you gotta you gotta prepare for that. It's gonna be fun. Um, because that series is cool. And then, yeah, like I said, Chainsaw Man. So we could wait. We could wait. We could do it. I can't wait for Chainsaw Man, man. <laughs> yeah, man. man, 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 Chainsaw Man, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do another re- reread or reread. I, I think I'm gonna do the same thing. For sure. For sure. Can't wait for the character pulls for that man. Kobeni's car, dude. Kobeni's car. I do see. Yeah, that's exactly. Kobeni's car is gonna be number one. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's your favorite who's your favorite waifu of the season Kobeni's car Kobeni's <laughs> car obviously duh <laughs> easy uh, waifu of the year Kobeni's car Kobeni's <laughs> car uh, <laughs> that's great alright last bit of news here and this is a big one um, Modern Times released an official announcement stating that they'll be closing down their Portland Oakland Santa Barbara and Los Angeles locations uh, they claim that after rapid and costly expansion, followed by the devastating global global health crisis and also the declining sales in the craft beer industry, they were forced to make this decision to close down select locations in order to secure a future for the company. Uh, their Point Loma, Encinas, and Anaheim locations will remain open. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty unfortunate. I mean, like this is a huge company to be closing down four different very large locations in you know large population cities so i mean it's it is unfortunate and i think we were kind of talking about the expansion of modern times what like two years ago like a year ago or like damn like they're still opening up locations now like even in covid um plus you know their their distribution has only since gotten wider it's i think People are getting modern time stuff like across the nation now. I mean, it, it's it's crazy, and I, I can't say that I'm like surprised about this, but it's like definitely very, very unfortunate. I mean, like for them to make such a big decision, it's yeah. got to hurt. I mean, I mean, I think there's also a lot of other factors into play, which which yeah, you can bring up. Um, but I mean, yeah, like it, it's it definitely sucks. But I, I do think that the company needs to to go through some. Some, some change it's just yeah. it's just unfortunate that like these other locations which are basically just you know tap rooms or like uh distribution like hubs or centers are kind of getting the, the backlash or the brunt of like other company decisions company-wide decisions yeah i think um so i was having a 
a lesson with my Japanese tutor the uh before mm-hmm. before we did this and he was showing me this uh like this series of of videos that they're basically like you you pay money to like these groups of uh people and it like goes to like these like people in like Africa and like you know other areas and then you get them to say whatever you want but you got to pay like a set of money so it's like something like a bunch of it's like a Japanese like channel whatever but like it's like a charity or like getting people in Africa, like kids in Africa to say stuff. But like one of the, my favorite like ones, Japanese. Yeah. One of my favorite oh, ones, uh, was, uh, they got this group of like, um, like huge, like burly dudes in Africa. And, uh, they got him to say, Omicron son, boy, kudasai. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's, that's basically the reason, like one of the big reasons why, like, this is even happening in the first place it's like the whole pandemic is like preventing people yeah. from like getting going to these these tap rooms and like these tasting rooms so it's like um yeah it's yeah. a it's funny that like i saw that it was pretty like you know maybe poignant but it, it's like you open a a tasting room and brewery in portland you open one here in la um elsewhere and it's like no one can go like you spend yeah, all this yeah. money on the rent and all of this stuff, but you can't even get like the, the foot traffic in like no one can go. No one can mm-hmm. actually like drink at the brewery. You can't get sales off of food. You can't get sales off of beer. Like, like what, what is earning you any money in this case? And then they've got issues yeah. with, um, they've got internal issues that we've talked about oh, on the podcast before. Um, yeah, which sure plays a huge part in, in this. You know? Definitely plays a huge part. It sucks that kind of what ended up happening is that people just got laid off anyways. Like it, it's, right, it's actually right. really shitty that because of not necessarily maybe them put laying them off because of these internal issues, it's more like, well, now there's just no money. So they got to lay them off anyways. So I, I feel like right, there, there's right. a lot of things they need to figure out before they can think about expanding again. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, this, this doesn't come as a huge surprise to me is that, you know, they, they've been going through so many legal issues. They've been going through so many like, you know, financial troubles because of their expansion. And like you said, like nobody can go to the LA one. Nobody's, ever really been there i think it was open for like a year and a half before the pandemic hit like i kept saying oh i want to go visit it i want to go but i mean i can just go to my local liquor store and pick up modern times beers yeah um but i want to go i want to go there and support and like to go try whatever else is new that they have there and then when the pandemic hit it was like oh well the only thing that i can do is basically just buy beers online that are shipped to that location and, and i have to pick have them to up there come up over there where <laughs> so it's like hard to park and like yeah yeah it's 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 downtown like like logistics aside it's like okay well then they're basically just becoming resellers at this point for their own brewery like what's the point of them even being there like they could just set up a, a, sh- a shop on the side of the road and like just hand people their beer you know like it yeah. could have been literally anywhere but like you know that aside it's like all of all of their like financial troubles are basically bearing the, the brunt of this so like their their new management who right right there the um the ceo stepped down last year 
to like new management is just forced to make these like terribly hard decisions where yeah like they they were one of those companies that we were talking about like didn't want to lay off their their workers and had them like moving to to different locations because they wanted them to still you know have employment but now they're faced with this where it's like well now we have no choice but to just lay off, lay off people yeah. and and try to move them wherever they could go but i mean i, I doubt that's going to be even a, like a possibility but it's like very unfortunate for for like those locations that they're shutting down but it's, it's again it's I can't I can't say that I'm surprised man it, mm -hmm. it's 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 not coming like a huge shock to me it just sucks to hear about it yeah you know? I mean for me I guess it's like I stopped getting the special releases from modern times because mainly because of that issue of like having to drive to downtown LA and pick up the yeah. beers from the, the brewery but it's like it's also sad to know that we're starting to like get back into the sort of thing where like people can go mm. and like in person to these places. Yeah, yeah. But it's like for them, they can't, they don't have an overhead to like work under. So like it, it's, it's done. Yeah, yeah. They've already been through two years <clears throat> of a pandemic and there, there's nothing left. So yeah like it, there's there's not a whole lot of bouncing back from that either like and, and i mean like i know like you know la is, is like a sort of probably it, its own case but i mean there's just like there's so many other breweries like like actual breweries that are here in la that people could just go to very go to, easily yeah. and i'm sure people already have their favorites that they frequent but i mean you know modern times it would be great if they had like their own little like micro brew here in the city but now that it's gone it's like you know, yeah. people aren't totally going to miss it because like I said, you could just, just go, go pick up Modern station. Times beers. Right. Like you can pick up a Modern Times beer anywhere or you can go to the Arts District and go to like three different breweries that are there. Um, or you'd go to the numerous other yeah. ones like anywhere in LA. Like you could throw a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. All those there, breweries and really and stuff. Like, come on. Like there, there's, so, yeah. there's so many breweries that you can go to. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, seriously. Yeah, South by... Monkish three weaver, yeah. three weavers, brew west. I yeah, there's so many that are here in LA. So it's it's unfortunate that modern times loses that sort of like their position that they had. But I mean, like there, there's no real coming back. I mean, like what the only thing that they can do is is like really focus on like the beer that they have that are coming out and like the quality of that, and then focus on where they are currently and like building up their their image again because definitely has taken a hit yeah from recent years too yeah definitely so. don't want a ceo that says certain things about their employees and then have having to step <clears> down yeah yeah and i mean like you know there's been rampant other problems within the company itself too yeah. so i i think i think them sort of changing their their own brand and their imaging i think is also a, a big and definitely a much needed move uh so yeah again like it, it's unfortunate i as much as i enjoy modern time stuff um i doubt they're going anywhere soon uh, i don't know this didn't really go over anything about their distribution or what they have in in store so uh we'll see we can only see what is going to happen with them in the future so yeah yep i guess that's it sad uh yeah that's sad <clears throat> All right, 
Well, let's move on to our last little segment here. We got a, we got another like short little discussion topic. Uh, you linked a video by uh, what's what's his name again? Uh, Cynic Clinic. Clinic. Yeah. Um, talking about honorifics in Japanese and whether or not they need to be included in English subtitles or English dubs or whether it's superfluous, whether it's necessary. How do you choose to include that? There's a, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, but I thought it was, yeah, it was a very interesting video. Um, it was a little, it was like yeah. the, the guy just reminded me like of like the anime man, but just like presenting like discussion topics. Uh, I thought it was it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, how did, how did you want to start this? How do you want to open this up? Um, so I guess if you haven't seen the video, just look up the Cine Clinic's um, video about like honorifics, if they're still needed in, in subtitles in Japanese anime. But um, we oh, are going to post the link in chat. And um, yeah, it's, it's a good video. I saw, I saw this trending on our anime uh earlier this week and was like oh let me watch this and uh, it was like oh shit like this is actually like reaching a, a good topic because it's not only talking about honorifics in general but it's 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 opening up like a bigger conversation about like discussing how we translate cultural aspects of a of like a society in their language mm-hmm. because there's not always like a direct translation and i know that's like always been an issue people have had with translations um especially in anime because it's like is it best to have a direct translation or is it best to keep some cultural aspects and at least in the case of honorifics we always see them like keeping like onisan onesan um keeping the sun is the honorific there but you know like also like he breaches the topic in this video of like referencing your family members like how do you translate Onisan in English? You don't call someone big bro, right? But like you see that in <laughs> hey, big you bro. see that in uh in like uh dubs and like subs, right? They just like translate it as yeah. big bro. It's like Yeah. Who the fuck says that? No one says that in English. So like yeah. I think it's like a good look, especially because he looks at like where it's bad and then where it's good. Cause it's like a good example he had was like Kaguya-sama, where mm-hmm. Best girl Hayasaka references to uh, Kaguya as Lady Kaguya because it's like she's her maid, but that's like right. a case where like the sama gets translated in a way that's a little liberal but like pretty good. Um, it's necessary of, because like, it adds that context. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it adds that context of um, their specific relationship which is one of like employment like it's it's out of a respect but it's also signifying that she is a like noble lady type of thing so it's like that that definitely makes sense you know it's all right that that has a very very clear connection but then like you know in the case of the video it's some other times it's like like you said is it necessary like how do you translate some of these things over yeah (laughs) Yeah. How I actually do. That, that's a good question. How do you feel about like them leaving it in in most fan subs and or official subs? Yeah. I think I think that there's like two trains of thought here, you know. It's like all right, well if you have a, a, a translator or if you have a service that is going to be translating these shows into subtitles, I think 
I think that there needs to be some sort of, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Cause like I'm coming from like an experienced anime viewer. Right. So like, I know, I know what, like I, I at least I, I know what a lot of these uh, honorifics mean and like the, the, some of like the connotation behind them, like you've read TL because notes. I've been, Right. Like I've read TL notes and like, you know, <laughs> TL, you know, back in my day, TL notes were like just a part of anime watching. So it's like, oh, Sentai means this. It's like, all right. Yeah, I know. Like I, I get it. Um, but, you know, so it's like it, I think it's fine if you include that or if you keep it in or if you find there there is a connection, then translating that like the, the Sama makes sense because that's how just English speakers talk that's that's like a phrase or a terminology that they're familiar with but i think other times you know taking it out if it's like family member is probably appropriate i don't like i don't see a problem with that i think and this is where it gets kind of scary is like i think most of that is just up to the translator themselves and their comfort in you know translating from japanese to english but i mean a lot a lot can go wrong with that and I don't think that there is like a, a cut and dry way of doing this like at all. I, I think that this is, this is like a, a very fluid sort of movement here. But I think general rule of thumb is to just assume that people can make that connection, you know, because uh, he makes a, he makes like the argument like, well, what about new anime watchers who may not know what yeah. like, you know, what, what the kun means or Chan means like. So then they have mm -hmm. to stop what they're doing. And like, you know, if these are coming from like official translations, like, you know, they have to stop and like, well, what, what the hell does that mean? Mm -hmm. I think that's a case of like, just get used to it. You know, it's, it's like, a good just point. get used to, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think that this, that's just the case of like, well, this is inclusive in the language and in, in watching anime and like getting used to how the characters interact with each other or reference each other, or like talk about each other. I think that is just something that should be inherent in like subtitling is like, yeah, just include it because what is it? What does it do? It hurts your, your immersion because you don't understand what a word is when you're watching a foreign, foreign subject, yeah. like <laughs> when you're watching anime in a different language. Yeah. So, so what? Like, you know, that's, the, I think, that, I think that, that it, is it's the, like a very, like, that's the thing, <laughs> it's though, like, right? Yeah, I, I started, like started to put it like, so what? Just fucking get used to it. But like, <laughs> but really though, like you're watching anime because it is, you know, it's a different medium, it's a different language. Like, you know, like you just gotta get used to to hearing these other phrases and getting used to hearing the nomenclature of like how people reference each other. And I think that is part of the experience where if you were to drop the honorifics, I think it completely changes how you view the medium. Yeah, I. So I I agree with like a few things um in particular. So it's like in that sense where it's like, yeah, what what do new viewers do? Because we come from a generation of people that had to rely on fan subs and teal notes yeah. are a big <laughs> meme with our generation because it's like <laughs> teal note keikaku means plan right like that that's like that's like th these are the big memes because like this is what we we relied on fan subbers because yeah, yeah. anime wasn't like as mainstream as it is now in the west and it's sort of like this thing where it's still sort of targeted towards our generation that mm. knows a lot of these aspects from the past and like 
learning a lot of these from, from translate uh, translator notes and or just from repeated exposure. Yeah, and I kind of yeah. feel like what you're saying with like you just have repeated exposure to it. You eventually get it right. It's not like people are stupid. Well, I mean, people right, are right. stupid, but like it's not like people are that <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> well, like I said earlier, you never underestimate yeah. the stupidity of man. No, 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 that is true. <laughs> but like, um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give humans the benefit of the doubt of you hear something enough and with context, you're gonna get pretty much what it means. Yeah. But yeah. like, a thing that the Cynic Clinic talks about in this video, where it's really important to like grasp the situation and it's the argument to keep it in there is the idea of the distance between characters in their relationships with one another. So like mm-hmm. there's, there's this idea of there's this, there's this kanji um, that comes from Chinese that is like pretty important in like Japanese um, like culture and societies. It's the, the kanji for ma, which is like the idea of like space, like some, like space is like a pretty important thing. And, um, not outer space, not but outer like space, but like actual, life. just like space. Just so it's like, see. um, it, it's like the way, like the kanji is even shaped is like, it's like in Chinese, it's like gates. And then like, um, I don't know if it's would just be mouth, but it's kind of like, like the gates and opening. So that's the space. I, th- I think that's what it is. Gates, opening, that's space. And like it's it it has multiple like pronunciations in Japanese as well, but like it's like a pretty important like concept in Japanese. This is I'm just spouting mm-hmm. what my teacher has talked about. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Japanese person, so I, I will trust his opinion on as being as a Japanese person. Um, <laughs> Yugi sensei. Thank no, no, <laughs> uh, actual teacher. Uh, like, oh, your uh, actual teacher. Cl- yeah, oh, from, from school. And um, he, he like talked about this t- subject like a couple years ago where uh, he was just talking about the idea of space and like he was talking about the, the meaning of the kanji and like it's pretty important in Japanese society. But like the idea of like your distance between yourself and others is like something that people respect over there. And like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what he's cynic clinic is talking about here where it's like the idea might seem foreign to us that like people start calling each other by their last names and then have an honorific afterwards. Like Mm -hmm. if you call someone last name son, like that's a pretty like much like you're, meeting someone for the first time where you're like an acquaintance, um, it's like a fairly like big distance. There's like, it's a formality yeah. behind it. It's kind of like something yeah, calling yeah. someone by their last name and like Mr. 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 Mrs. Or miss like he says it in the mm-hmm. video and yeah, granted like students, like if you're just classmates, sometimes you just call each other that Komi san, right? Like that's uh that's not even her first name. It's her last name. Um, right. but like, uh, Tadano-kun calls uh, her Komi-san and like it's just like there's like a still like a sort of distance between the two where like he talks about Senate Clinic talks about like the sort of jump between like jump dropping an honorific like dropping the son versus actually calling someone by their first name so it's like yeah yeah, yeah. the honorifics play like a sort of role in this like idea of space like 
respecting someone's space um, and like the distance between yeah. people. But at the same time, it's like when you overcome that space, it's like a pretty big like development in like your relationship. So yeah, I would say like he talks about um, it, he in particular like uh, melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya and. Yeah, the, I never noticed that. Like, he yeah. never calls her. Uh, like, what, even though like they were dating, like he never calls her by her first name. Like, I never even thought about that when I had seen that before. Yeah, there's but, like it, it totally makes sense. Like, there's, there's power, still there's power dynamics, but like it's also like right. the idea of like when you finally see a character call someone by their first name, then it's like, oh, yeah. that's like a big step for them. And like, I know like they like exaggerated a bit in the anime as well. It's like, Oh, like they all get all squirmy oh, and like, right. I can't call yeah, you by right. your first name. Like they had a whole episode in Komi-san <laughs> about that. Right. So yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, Kebby Kebby's was just had an episode of that too. Yeah. Where and even though they're like good friends, like they're like looking at each other's only feet friend. and shit and all that crap. It, yeah. They, they held hands <laughs> and yeah, but she was finally able to call her by her first name at the end. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah, very it's, touching because it's like heartfelt. It's literally but, like it, it, them, like showing them closing, like their distance in their relationship between each other, and like yeah. that's kind of a good reason to keep honorifics and the sort of like calling style in a translation, because it's yeah. like I get like the idea of like wanting to have a pretty liberal translation of like, well, like if I just translate something like Onesan to like sissy, you know, like sissy is like starting to become like more of a common way of like referencing like a sib like a, a, a sister sibling in, in english or you know yeah, like yeah so it, had a cousin or who like, was an older cousin that her nickname was sissy Cal. yeah <laughs> so it's like you know <laughs> like you have that yeah. um yeah, yeah. and then you have uh like the idea of like a very liberal translation of that is just calling them by their name because it's like you would probably call someone by by their name uh mm. if, if they're your sibling um, but it's like you, you have an older brother, you called your older brother by name. So that's, yeah. that's a, that's like a different, I called that. I called him big bro. You did. Nah. You called him on each other. See, see, that's the thing when I, well, like when I was little, I used to call him, well, I, I, I uh, used to call him bro, brother or something like that. Bro, Brody or something. Oh, that's so I couldn't, cute. Like, I couldn't speak right. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like growing up, yeah, I just called him by his first name. Like that's just like a comment. Yeah. Like that's that's like how I refer to him. And I, I think that's where like that difficulty comes from. You know, it's like it, in in like our culture, it's just so we're so used to calling people by like their first names because that's that's your given name. That's what you then you know that's that's how I know how to call you. But then when there's those nuances of like respect or like a business or when you talk to somebody that you don't quite know, it's like, okay, well you try to put some sort of, you know, some sort of emphasis. And I think that's where those like little nuances are, are like apparent in Japanese culture because you have those honorifics. So I think that's why I think it, it is important to include those, but then like, it, th again, that's where that difficulty lies. Where do you just lose it when you're translating over to English? Be when you're talking to family, like, I think it's pretty, I, it's pretty like, I feel like yeah. it's too liberal in that, in that sense of a, of a translation. <laughs> I, I don't think it's, <laughs> I think it's just safer to, <laughs> honestly, I, I honestly, my personal opinion, 
is it safer if they keep it as like od chan or one chan like i i think i i think it's safer to put it that way because it's like if you are in if you're following anime <laughs> culture in general it just makes sense <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. uh sorry my yeah. sister's in chat and like saying stuff i've yeah. never referenced my sister by name i i reference her yeah. as an older sister but uh in yeah in tagalog but that's it's, that's, it's, that's, that's a, a different that's a different thing it's, it's <laughs> slightly different that's really funny ate sama really funny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i I, th- I think that's where you know that that difficulty lies in like and do do you does it transfer over i think yes like i think i think it's it's like it's necessary because it it does signify that there is um there there are levels of like the relationship whether or not it's family or a friend or somebody that you met before um and now, like you know, dubbing is like a whole other thing too, because that's even more difficult than oh, than subtitling. Yeah. How how do you feel about them keeping it in dubbing? Because it's like a thing. It's where, weird. Like, it's weird. You, you see, <laughs> the the thing that I always think about is like I always think back to the English dub of Persona th- Persona Four. Sorry, um, and I just think of <laughs> Big Bro the character. Yeah, so you've got Big Bro, and then you've got <laughs> Teddy calling the characters like insert name chan like it is like oh chie chan and like all that stuff and just like part of the reason why it always sounds so weird and cringe is because like you you hear it pronounced and like you're just like you're hearing english and then you have this other thing you're just like the fuck is that like that's weird but also it's just like the pronunciations are inconsistent between people so it's like people pronounce things differently and so that's like there's no consistency there. So you're just like, like what, what is it? Everyone's like saying things in a different way. Like people pronouncing names differently from one another. They're pronouncing Japanese terms differently from one another. I feel like the big problem with dubbing in general is that there's no consistency about it. Um, and that's like a, that's, that's like a bigger issue than, the idea of keeping or dropping honorifics. Yeah. This is like a cultural topic versus a quality (laughs) topic, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, I I have to, I I 100% agree with you. Like, I I think that there are bigger things that come into play when you're like talking about dubbing rather than just like, yeah, having a Chan or Kun or something in there. I think it's, it's like, it's passe. Like it's, it's, there's so many other things that they could be like approaching, like, you know, Versus just including that because I mean, like, yeah, it, it might sound awkward, but like, what's the harm in, in including it? It's it's only going to add some sort of flavor, or I don't know. It's basically just harkening back to the source material at that point. But then, yeah, like you said, that quality thing that yeah, <laughs> it's probably should, should be a little bit higher. But yeah, I, I think uh, I think it does it it does add a lot to to having or to seeing that in in subtitling because when i'm like watching something and they don't include some kind of honorific like i'm at the point where like i'm noticing it now and it's like oh why didn't they put that in there like yeah yeah like what like why what was the point in like keeping it out it's literally three letters like (laughs) you know it it only serves to i don't know it confuses me or at least takes me out of it but i mean some people maybe they don't notice it 
And they put the name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is a weird thing. Um, yeah, because like most of the people that I work with, I, I talk to them by their last name unless I know them and yeah. because of titling and stuff. It's just a... It's just an yeah, it's not uncommon thing. to say like Mister some Mister last name Ms last name, Doctor, yeah. um, whatever their title is, because that's like a formal, another respectful way of some for addressing someone in English. But it's just right, not right. as common nowadays. So um, it, it's something that like I feel I'm for keeping because if people are confused about it, it's like understand that you're watching something that isn't here <laughs> right so right, it's right. like yeah it, it, it's like a different subject if this was like an anime about america or you know like the west yeah yeah that, that was a good point that he that he brought up too was like yeah if it's if it's talking about you know a different culture and that is something that is the norm then it might seem like it's out of place because yeah. we don't have that we don't we don't totally have yeah. that here you know what i mean like uh it's 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 different over here. It's different in other countries, like in Europe too. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's slightly different. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like you know, that just goes to show that it, like this is sort of like a, a flexible thing that I, 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 it would be hard to say that there's like a right or a wrong answer here. I think it's more like just try to stick as close as you can to like you know what their sources or, or what whatever like they're trying to convey. And then that's that's also like where it's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, because because he makes a good point too in the video about this is a very thankless, underpaid, and like high demand job. Like th this isn't something that you yeah. know people are like really getting a whole lot out of because you know when was the last time you thanked a, a, a translator or a subtitler? <laughs> uh, not very often because a lot of them are pretty sloppy nowadays. Well, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of typos and just errors in general. Yeah, it's it's pretty much man. a thankless job. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and that's that's why you know there's so many there's so many um, I was gonna say companies, but I mean there's so many like groups of people who are just doing you know subtitling like because they're fans of a series or because they enjoy doing it and like probably don't get paid much if at all, um, and like. You know that that's it's unfortunate, but like that's just the way Not it works. But about, I mean, like, like troll fan subs too, like that. Does that too? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other ballpark. Um, but I mean, you know, it, it is an interesting topic. I, I think uh, I would be curious to to hear, you know, what other what what some other people's thoughts are. Um, do you still have that link uh, to the subreddit, or or is it probably just on like the front page or something? Uh, it was on the front page the other day. Uh, no. I want to say maybe it'll still be there, but you can search on the R anime subreddit. Okay. Just look for honorifics in anime or whatever. And you'll probably find it. Cool. All right. Yeah. I'm curious to, to know like what some other people thought too. Cause uh, yeah, this is an interesting topic that you know, isn't brought up often if at all. <laughs> yeah. That was a very well put together video uh, about all the topics that are pretty much related to it. And, why it's a good idea to keep it in there and why yeah. even if people don't understand it, maybe if you don't understand something, you should learn. <laughs> yep. Right. Fucking used to it. Just kidding. Get learned. <laughs> Get learned. <dude. laughs> uh, yeah. And, and of course, you know, this, that goes to all our, all our listeners, viewers too. Like, let us know what you think. Like, what are your thoughts on this topic? Uh, 
because it's uh, I would love I'd love to hear what other people are thinking about this. Um, maybe you're of the mind of like, no, take it all out. I don't want that in my Japanese anime. That's okay. Yeah. You don't want them in your Chinese no. cartoons? Just get them out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to agree with you. <laughs> Sounds like a trap. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Um, man, we had a lot of discussion this week. Uh, it was fun. It was, it was fun, good times all around. Uh, next week. Oh, sorry. Anything? Anything else? We, we, we're pretty much. It was pretty much good. Anything? Yeah. I, think, I think. I think we're good. Um, yeah. Next week we'll be back with some some more anime topics. Uh, we'll be going over possibly the last of Macross Delta. Big sad, but at it's least been a fun. At ride. least three episodes. At least three episodes. That's for sure. Um, uh, I'm, I'm like I'm kind of kind of leading towards just like finishing it, but. Um, we'll see how I feel. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Macross Delta. We'll be coming back to that next week. Uh, we'll also be talking about some some of the other shows that are appearing. Um, so yeah, look forward to it. We'll be back again. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Anime on Draft next Friday around seven eight p.m. Pacific time. Head over there, hit the follow button. That way you can be notified when we do go live. Uh, and of course, follow all of our social media. Head over to our website, AnimeOnDraft.com. That has links to everything. You can also contact us there. Uh, and you can also leave us a little review. You can also take a quick little survey. Let's us know how we're doing. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, head over to our Discord too. Start open that discussion. I posted, or well, maybe I'll post the uh, discussion topic that we had today about you know, subtitling and honorifics. Um, and uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts on that. So I would very much like to hear what everybody else is thinking. Uh, and yeah, we're also posting other pictures, pictures of beer, whatnot, pictures of anime, memes. Uh, I'm just going to put a music. Um, I'm put like some music on there too. Music uh, memes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Music memes. <laughs> yeah, the combination of all of it. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that about does it for us this week. Uh, thank you everybody for being here and we will see you all or you'll hear from us next time. Maybe. Any last words, Orlando? It is uh, get learned and bye. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. <laughs>